Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Homeless in L.A. by Jill Lambert Chafin What now? I ask as the airport crowd slowly dispersed. Nobody wanted to say it. We had nowhere to go. My older brother Jason had nothing. No cash, no credit cards. Mom and Dad had $600. I had $1,500, plus a credit card with a $3,000 limit. My family promoted me to be their savior. I don't want to go back to Arizona, Mom said with a sigh. Not after that big farewell party. Well, we have to go somewhere, Dad said. We can't stay in L.A. I've always wanted to go to college in Boulder, Colorado, I blurted. Oh, sure, Dad said, cleaning his glasses with his wrinkled t-shirt. Why not? Mom and Jason shrugged. Dad led us to the rental car counters. At least we had a plan. It turns out you have to be over 21 to rent a car in America, and I, at 19, was the only one with a credit card. The woman behind the budget counter raised her eyebrows, glancing at our tattered luggage and our sweat-stained clothes. Defeated, we dragged ourselves to a nearby row of plastic seats, sinking into them and propping our legs on our tower of suitcases. We have to buy a car. Dad finally said, A car lot has to be nearby, right? Our nods were weary and heavy, our minds clouded with jet lag, hunger, and fear. I found an ATM and withdrew the daily limit, $1,000, and handed the crisp bills to Dad. Jason and I'll take a cab, he said. We'll find something. They disappeared into L.A.'s early morning haze. Mom and I remained tethered to baggage claim number four, our agreed meeting spot. It was 1998 before cell phones and non-stop connectivity. I bought snacks, drinks, and random magazines settling in. Mom always believed everything works out when you follow a dream. She had read about immigrating to New Zealand and thought it'd be easier to apply for visas and work permits once we arrived. We sold most of our belongings and flew away on a whim. However, the legal paperwork can take months to get approved. We had debated laying low like refugees, waiting for visas that may never manifest, but the risk of deportation was too high. But Dad had that job offer, Mom's voice cracked. Frantic travelers streamed past, everyone in a hurry, everyone with a somewhere to go. I obsessively checked the wall clock. Dad and Jason had been gone eight hours. Panic brewed in my gut. A loud announcement blared a warning about leaving your luggage unattended. Don't worry, I thought. 
This luggage is all we got. Then the doors parted and L.A. spit Dad and Jason back to us, exhausted. We got a car, Jason announced. It only cost $1,200, Dad said. He heaved our suitcases onto the car's roof, securing them with rope and bungee cords. We clambered in, Grapes of Wrath style. I nicknamed the dilapidated, rusty, burnt red car Rosa Sharn. Dad turned the key, swearing. I prayed. Rosa Sharn gave a spurt and a shudder, and she lurched forward, chugging along with little hiccups. Aspects of my family life growing up remained an enigma, like when we lived in a rustic log cabin without running water in Wisconsin, and how we moved cross-country without jobs, and then again to the other side of the world with barely enough money to cover the plane tickets. These contradictory moments were part of the adventure, all I'd ever known. An hour later, a reluctant Rosa Sharn ground to a halt at a shell station. Dad popped the hood, steam hissed out. Then he slammed the hood shut. We're spending the night here. In this parking lot? I asked in shock, disbelieving. Yep. What about dinner? Maybe a hotel? I can't be bothered, Dad said. Look, there's a subway, Jason pointed. You guys go, Mom said, stifling a sob. We're not hungry. Jason and I hurried across the parking lot. We ate in silence, crouched on the concrete, still hot from the scorching day, then headed back to our lodging for the night, Rosa Sharn. Dad's snores rattled throughout the car. Good night, Jason whispered. Night. I'd never spent the night in a car, the temperature and moisture from our breathing rose quickly, like sitting in a steamy sauna or trapped in the bowels of hell. I could have taken my cash and bought a plane ticket to wherever my heart desired. I could have gotten a job and found my own place. But I'd learned one thing in my 19 years of adventure and unexpected surprises. Family sticks together and we take turns being the savior. I pulled out my cardigan, bunched it into a pillow, and leaned my head against the window. We were homeless and almost broke, but I was with my family. We'd figure it out in the morning. We always did. Copyright 2022, Jill Amber Chaffin. Jill Amber Chafin is a personal finance writer for Lending Tree, an aerial dance teacher, and a mother of two small children in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. She co-hosts a nationwide writer's critique group where she teaches workshops on the craft of writing. Connect through Facebook group, The Writer's Inspirational Network. She is currently querying agents for her domestic novel while also working on a young adult novel and her memoir. This story is one of many unique adventures she shared with her eccentric family. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. 
You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.